Hey guys, welcome to Feeling Twisty, episode fifty uh, one. So yeah, how you been? It feels like forever since I've done an episode. It was just a week ago, or a little longer than a week ago. But I got sick. What the hell? I'm not supposed to get sick. Oh man, I haven't gotten sick since I was healed, since <laughs> I got out of the wheelchair. But man, I, it's just a bad cold. It was a bad cold that I'd got. Um, and, well, you know, it's going around, right? Everybody's getting it. No, that's not why. I know exactly why I got the cold. It came from within me. It was my own consciousness that that created this for me, that brought this up. So I can't blame anybody. I can't blame my uh, son or someone at the, the clerk at the park corner store for coughing on me. She didn't really. It's an example. But I, I can't blame anything else. I can't blame a crowded elevator full of sniffling uh, people. No, it came from within me. And... Uh, I can go back. I know I can pinpoint the moment of my uh, reaction when I woke up in the middle of the night, how I reacted to this feeling in my throat. You know what I'm talking about. That little kind of a tickle, but then kind of a like there's something stuck in your throat. And you realize, dun, 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 it's phlegm. <laughs> it's, I'm getting sick. So... Uh, my I, I did go back to that pin that moment, and and revised my reaction to it, because I reacted. I'm I'm laying in bed. It's like four thirty in the morning, uh, and I wake up, kind of uh, 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 like what is that? And and just funny, just in those few moments, I mean, it's rapid fire, all these thoughts and everything. I'm always talking about not doing. I was doing right there. I was like, what is that? That drainage, that's just drainage. But drainage, that I shouldn't be feeling it. What's wrong with my throat? There's something wrong with my throat. It's not drainage. It's not my throat. It's a tumor. I've got a tumor in the back of my uh, nasal passage. Oh, my God. How am I going to handle that? How am I going to talk? How, how can I breathe? Okay, no, it's just, just, a, it's just a drainage. But what if it's not? How am I going to do the podcast today? I want to do a podcast today. Oh, what? What are people going to think? What is my family going to think if I get sick? I don't get sick. I'm not supposed to get sick. Oh, crap. So all of that happened. All, all, it, Kim laughed at me when I told her all that. She said, you really thought all that? Like, yeah, I did. And I'm laying there, and I just went back to sleep in that moment. But uh, a few days later, I recalled that moment, and I, and I revised it. Because I, I believe, and Neville teaches, that everything is happening and exists right now. Everything happens is happening now. And everything exists within my own consciousness, what I give life to. So by revising my reaction to that, that reaction, that, that change carries forward into my future. So revision is a great tool to use. I've talked about it a little bit. I think episode 31, maybe? 
It's called Revision is the title, if you want to look it up. But I'll talk about it some more, too. Um, anyway, but I want to talk about reactions. Because <laughs> my reaction uh, is what I remembered that, uh, that from this particular story about getting sick. Um, but I can't blame anybody else. I can blame no one for getting sick, for having this funky cold. Uh, it comes from within me. So, yeah, it was weird. It's been a weird week. Uh, but uh, a few days before that, I did have a moment where I thought, I was thinking, man, it sure would be nice uh, if I could just have some days to just chill out in bed. <laughs> I just want to just do nothing. I want to do nothing and not be expected to do anything and just lay in bed for days, for a few days. And, uh, well, I got my wish. Yay, me. So, uh, <laughs> but I'm back. I didn't want to keep uh, putting it off. So thank you for listening. So reactions, how we react to things, circumstances in our life, is a good indicator on the state we're in. Our reactions, uh, Neville teaches that uh, each state, every state, and their infinite states in which we dwell, in which we choose to dwell, or we dwell in unknowingly, we fall into. But our state determines our reactions and our thoughts and our beliefs. And when you move and dwell in, from, uh, in a new state and you're seeing the world from this new state, your reactions automatically change. And, and your beliefs about, well, I, in my experience, everything, everything, it changes. There's a little change. Some nuances are different and some completely change. Remember, I talked about a couple of times in my example uh, of changing states when you're moving states. Uh, I talked about, imagine you're in, you're, you're in, your, in one room in your house and you look out the window and you see uh, the cars and, and the street, your front yard or backyard, whatever, the, the old oak tree, whatever you see out of your window in that one particular room. But then if you were to physically walk to the other end of the, room, of the house uh, and then look out the window, you might see the same old oak tree and the same street and car and yard and birds. But you're seeing it from a different uh, perspective. You've actually moved spatially a new perspective. But for me, that was a, it's a good, it was a good way for me to understand moving states. It's a, a state of mind, an attitude. So when you move and you're dwelling in a new state, you may be seeing the world, you still, still see the same things, but your perspective is different. Your attitude toward it is different. Your point of view, your emotions, everything is different because you have moved states. So just like physically when you move from one room to the other, things change. Your perspective, how the world looks, has changed spatially. When we move in imagination and we're dwelling in a new state, and if you're 
you continue dwelling in that state, you automatically see things differently. Let's say you're unloved, you're feeling unloved, you've got no one, you want to be loved, have a loving relationship with someone. And in the moment, you're not at this moment, but you want it. That's your desire. So you imagine a scene that would imply your wish is fulfilled. Or you think about that and ask yourself, what would it feel like to be in a loving relationship, to feel the love of another person and to love that person? and to feel the power of that, that wonderful union, and maybe the hanky-panky too. You know, just all of that. What would it feel like? How would I feel if I were that already? And once you've gotten to the point where you feel that that is true, that it's done, whether you're doing a scene or you're just answering your question, what would the feeling be like? It's the assumption. It's the assuming that it's done, that you are that person. That's where the power is. So when you get to that point, you're in a new state. You're seeing the world automatically different than you were just moments before. Everything is different. Your reactions will be different because your reactions uh, come from that state. Even though you may not have a boyfriend or girlfriend or, you know, knocking on the door with flowers right after you open your eyes you still maintain that state. You want to stay in that state. And even though your senses deny what you've already done in imagination, you stay with it. Continue dwelling in that state and living in the end, knowing that what your five senses tell you, that's just an echo of what you've been imagining. That doesn't matter. You don't have to give any meaning to anything like that anything outside of you. So what your senses are telling you, what you're seeing and hearing, that might be counter to what you've imagined, has no power over you unless you admit to the truth of it. You can see it. You can see that you have, you know, one side of your bed is never unmade. And you can see, you know, there, there aren't his and hers towels in the bathroom, it's just mine. <laughs> you can still see that, but you don't have to give meaning to that. You don't have to give, the, give truth to it. You don't have to accept it. You continue dwelling in the state of your wish fulfilled. You can be aware, you know, aware of your singleness, your uh, aloneness, but still know that you've already moved in imagination and you know that your I am, your awareness, is where all the power is. And if you know that consciousness leads the physical, then you know that you will experience it, that it is yours. For me, I've noticed for certain things, very easy to imagine and then know, assume it's done, and it pops up and no real problem with it. And then others, other things uh, for me, I've assumed it. And then it just seems like it's an ongoing, oh my gosh, 
I'm, I keep getting, I'm not, I'm doing something wrong. And I've talked about this before where I, I was continually trying to up my game, improve my technique, new techniques, new lectures to hear, new speakers, trying to find the next big thing or the next thing that I'm obviously missing to get to that point. No, the only thing I needed to do is just maintain that assumption, continue dwelling in the state of my wish fulfilled. I assume it's done. And regardless, regardless of what my senses tell me, what I see on the outside of me, I know it's done. And for me, that's where the tricky part has been in the past, where I still react do a lot of, re- I was doing a lot of reacting to circumstances. <clears throat> some, you know, like a nuclear explosion sometimes. And some, not, not really outwardly, but inside, it's just like, boom, reaction, reaction. And then quick, then, you know, calm down. Okay, go back, revise, go back, replant the seed. I was doing all these different things and it's wearing me out. And I noticed that I'm, it's always the same thing. And I'm, I've become gotten into a routine of imagining just enough and then it not being an, in being enough and then oh it's just okay I slapped another imaginal band-aid on it and then it's the same cycle of reaction and imagining enough to get get through this particular thing and all I need to do is notice my reactions well, how am I reacting? If I'm constantly reacting that way, I'm not dwelling in the state of my wish fulfilled. If I'm continuing the cycle of think, you know, imagining, I think I'm imagining I'm doing it right, and then something, evidence tells me otherwise, and then I react. And I react, and I react, and I revise it, and I fix it, and okay, made it, made it, let's try it again, react again, and the reactions never change. I'm not saying to beat yourself up. Every time you react to something or have a doubt or fear, no, you are God. You don't have to get upset about it or give it any meaning. But for me, I notice that when I'm reacting the same way every time, I haven't grown any in that particular area. I'm not, there's no expansion for me because it was this, it became. Uh, I like routines, certain things. When something works, I just stick to it, uh, even if it's not good for me. Uh, and so and this is one of those things where I'd gotten to this habitual uh, circular motion of uh, imagining and then reacting and revising and reimagining and reacting and revising and just kind of staying, uh, keeping the status quo without really the expansion that I wanted until... I started noticing that recently, and I was tired of it. It's really time to kill the old man, to bury this old state that I know I've moved from. I know I've moved from this old state. I've dwelt in the state of my wish fulfilled. But the old man, the old state, can be uh, habitually hard to get rid of. That's what I imagined, of course. I imagine it's difficult to get rid of. But this old human mind of mine wants to keep 
uh, wanted to keep fighting it. Like, let me just, no, no, just get by. Just get, get, just do enough and we'll fix it. We'll revise and we'll replant and then we'll fix it. We'll, we'll revise and replant. <laughs> and I got tired of that because my own awareness is in charge here. I don't have to keep reacting the same way to the same circumstances. If, if I continue to do that, then that's what I'm going to continue doing. But it's time to bury that old guy, bury the old me. And one way for me to notice the difference and, and whether I'm not, I've actually moved and I'm actually dwelling, staying in the state, my desired state, is by looking at my reactions. What are my reactions telling me? Am I reacting just like when you move from one room to the other in your house and you see the same tree, but you're seeing it from a different uh, angle, a different physical perspective. It's the same way with our reactions when we've moved, moved states. How am I reacting to the same world? Am I reacting the exact same way? Well, I'm still stuck in the same damn room. I haven't moved states. Oh, I have moved. And I lately I'm I'm being I'm starting to pay more attention to not just my reactions, but how I describe the world to myself. Everything, politics, sports, alcohol. It's when you for me, even moving states that had nothing to do with alcohol changed my uh perspective or taste tastes i guess for alcohol and even food everything for me seemed to really change moved rooms same stuff around me but my reaction to it has changed and how i see the whole world and how i see myself uh, a funny thing happened this week also uh, someone very close to us just kind of laid into, uh, well, let it be known how dissatisfied, how disapprove, how un uh, uh, they don't approve of uh, pretty much everything that we've done, uh, my wife and I have done, <laughs> as far as how we've, uh, from the birth of our children, how we've raised our children. Uh, they, uh, this person doesn't approve of uh, our parenting, in particular my parenting. My, my life choices, just all these things that I'm hearing all at once from this person uh, who's half my age, less than half my age, you know, uh, very sweet, loving person. But hearing all this, I know that if I had been dwelling in the state or in, in a prior state, the old me would have just, there would have been a reaction, a big re reaction to it. How dare that person say that? Who the hell do they think they are? Judging me? They don't know me. They don't know my story. And I might have been on Facebook. I don't know. I can't really. You know, some people get on Facebook and they do the whole passive aggressive. Some people want to stick their nose in our business. They don't know our business. They have no right to say anything. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, all these things I could have done and I would have just ripped into this person and then I would have had a lot of self-pity. I, I was the king of self-pity. Uh, 
I would have been just washed out all night and all day today, just in wallowing and drowning in a pool of self-pity. I, I can remember the old state. I can remember how I used to react to it. But when I heard this, my initial reaction was, huh. It wasn't anger. It wasn't uh, a sadness or self-pity. My initial reaction was just, huh. Kind of a non-reaction. I didn't give it any truth. And then as I thought about it through the evening, uh, still not reacting in the old way, I just was thinking about it. Like I know that what people tell me in my experience with others, family members and non-family members, what I experience is a reflection of what's going on inside me. And so all these things, honestly, were things that I have been contemplating and thinking about and conscious of uh, over the past year. And actually, a lot of it this week, even, I was thinking about it. as I was noticing things and my reactions and how I saw things. And, and I was purging myself, letting go of the old man. And for me, hearing this uh, was still a surprise to hear it so boldly proclaimed and how awful a parent I am. And my life choices are uh, not good and all this stuff. And it's as surprising as it was to hear. Uh, I know that that could only come out because that's what's inside me. That's what, uh, and I didn't beat myself up about that because I know this old man, this old state that I've left, that I'm burying, it's just, I see it as like Wile E. Coyote from the Roadrunner cartoons. Remember, he would run out and realize he's off, he's run off of the cliff and he's floating in midair and he's about to fall, plummet to his, you know, cartoon death. And he's scrounging toward grasping, trying to grab the, the cliff. To, to hold on for dear life. And of course, he may grab a twig and then he falls all the, he falls every time. That's what I was, that's how I saw this, that these things coming up, these uh, things to, like the news about how this person's opinion of um, my life choices and my parenting and all these things, I just saw that as that, yeah, that's, I was that person. I was this person who reacted like that and acted like that and thought like that. But I'm not that person anymore. I didn't give what that person said to me any meaning. Because I know that's the old me. I've already buried it. This is just another last grasp of the old man trying to, trying to hold on. And it's all within me. It's nothing separate from me, just within me. And I let it go because I know that's not me anymore. Oh, what a fun week. I'm going to read. I got to go. I just realized the time. I'm going to read a quote, though, from uh, Neville's lecture called Fundamentals from 1953. By the way, if you can get a hold of, there's several 1953 lectures of Neville's that are just fantastic. 
changing the feeling of I, meaning uh, the first person pronoun I, changing the feeling of I, uh, your supreme dominion, fundamentals, and sound investments. Uh, I'll put a link to one of them, changing the feeling of I at the bottom, uh, the description of this episode, but you can find them all at mindserpent.com slash Neville. Wherever you go on this link, if you follow it, you can also find the others, but there's some really good stuff in there. Really good. So here we're talking about reactions. Anytime an entirely new set of reactions enters a person's life, a change of consciousness has taken place. A spiritual rebirth has occurred. Oh, I love that. And I noticed that this week when a number of things, even being sick and or hearing the news uh, about what this person thought of me, I noticed that how my reactions, they are different. It's very different. So start to notice your reactions. How are you reacting? If you're reacting like I was, the same reactions to the same circumstances, if they're never changing, check the state. You probably haven't remained in your state, the state of the wish fulfilled, your desired state of who and what you want to be. But don't beat yourself up about it. Just move, get back into it right now. That's so cool. There's no guilt about it, no worrying about it, or ah, effed it up again. No, stop that. Revise it. Imagine that you've been getting this right all the time for years. Like my friend, uh, Mr. 2020, imagine you've been nailing it. Right, Dave Breslow? <laughs> all right, guys, real quick, another verse, uh, a verse from the Bible. Oh, the holy word of God. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 6, 2. Now, uh, God in the Bible, I believe, is our I amness, our awareness. That's what Neville teaches. That's what I believe. So anyway, God says, I listened to you at the right time and helped you on the day of salvation. Here's Paul talking. Look, now is the right time. Now is the day of your salvation. I'll read it again. My I amness, I am, says, I listened to you at the right time and helped you on the day of salvation. Now, the good news is right this moment is the right time. And right this moment is the day of salvation. Whether it's love, money, health, whatever, whatever it is your desire is, the fulfillment of that is your salvation. And it's within you. Accept it right now. Accept it that it's true. Take it for freaking granted. I love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty.